it, it's still such a thing where people value and almost put the people on a pedestal that choose the one thing and stick in their lane for their whole careers. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk, we look at people like Taylor Swift, who's been writing music since she was a child and has had so much success because she did not give up and she stuck with it. And, and that's, that's definitely admirable, but most of us are not like that. We have to try on a few things before we hit that, that thing that will bring us that passion, that spark, that success, that drive, that motivation. And, and that even if, even if we find it at one phase, phase in our life, whether we're 18 or 22 or 30 or 40 or 50 or more, like it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be that thing that sticks on us forever either. And that's okay. Fear stops us from achieving our true greatness. Are you a professional woman who is feeling stuck, unmotivated, or burned out? Are you worried about your wellness? Are you letting fear stop you from crushing your goals? If you answered yes to any or all of these, then this is the podcast for you. Dr. Charmaine Gregory, night shift emergency physician, burnout thriver, and wellness champion, along with everyday heroes just like you, will explore how to face fear in our lives and emerge victoriously. Dr. Gregory here. Did you know that I'm on YouTube as well? You can find me at Charmaine Gregory, MD. See you there. There. Hello, 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 Fearless Freedom Tribe. This is Dr. G, and we are back for another exciting episode of the Fearless Freedom with Dr. G podcast. Today, we have none other than Sarah Deacon, the adulting coach with us, and she is going to tell us all about herself and all that she is up to. Take it away, Sarah. Thanks, Dr. G. I'm I'm happy to be here. My name is Sarah Deacon. I'm the adulting coach. And what that means is that I get to help teens and young adults figure out for themselves who they want to be when they grow up so they can have the courage to suck at something new, confidently decide how they want to live their own lives and adult successfully in this crazy, crazy world that we live in. Awesome. That is what I get to do. So you have to tell us, I mean, that is not a typical path. So you have to tell us like, how did this all happen? And the backstory, spill all the tea. Uh, Spill it all. Well, when I went to college, I had no idea what I wanted to do when I was an adult. I went to school for English, but I was also really into art and music and um, all sorts of things. And so I got an English degree because somebody told me, well, with a liberal arts degree, you can do anything. Well, nobody helped me figure out what anything would be and what I would be good at or what I would even like to do. So a lot of people asked me, oh, are you going to teach or what are you going to do? And um, I spent a lot of years after college trying to figure that out. I was an English major, so I thought, well, maybe I'll go into publishing so I can read books for a living because I love to read. I got close. I worked at a bookstore after I graduated. Um, I worked at uh, Borders Bookstore and, um, you know, just sort of went up into the supervisory roles and just kind of did that until 
I figured out what I really wanted to do. But in this process of trying to figure it out, I realized that I was actually creating my life and I was choosing a path that took me in a lot of different directions. So I worked retail, I waited tables, I did some office work, I did, uh, I was assistant to a photographer for a while. Um, I did, I, I wrote handwritten letters as a service. That was a really interesting job. I worked at um, an more retail, um, all sorts of different things. And finally, when I was in my 30s, my husband's like, all right, you really need to figure it out. What are you going to like? What are you going to do? And that's when I started my business. <laughs> I, I started uh, my own business as a postpartum doula. So I took care of new families, families bringing home newborns. And then um, I was really good at that. And I enjoyed holding the space for parents to process their transition into parenthood from no baby to baby, whether it was their first baby or their fifth baby, there's always a transition. There's always an identity shift that's happening. So in 2019, I decided to expand into offering virtual services, AKA parent coaching. 2020 came along and then my business sort of took a dive because parents did not want a stranger coming into their home to breathe on their newborn for some odd reason in 2020. So that took me to shifting over into coaching for the primary part of my business because I can do that from anywhere. I can coach people all over the world um, from the comfort of my own home. And as I started really stepping into the coaching role, I got to speak with some some friends, acquaintances, and practice and say, am I any good at this? I don't know. Like, is this something I can do? And they found it super helpful and assured me that I was on the right path. And the fact that I loved helping people see things more clearly, face their own fears and find the, that courage to move to the next level. Mm -hmm. It was thrilling for me. It was really exciting. And as I got to do it more and more and start promoting myself out there, because I really didn't have a niche to begin with. I just was like, I will help you. I had people ask me, do you work with teenagers? Mm -hmm. Because it was parents or it was educators or it was counselors yeah. who were seeing this struggle, mm -hmm. this anxiety problem in the younger generation that they were achieving or they were going forward or they were looking successful, but there was something that wasn't quite connecting. There was something missing. There was some other support they needed that they didn't really have words for. Mm. So by the time the third or fourth person asked me if I, if I worked with teenagers, I had to take a step back and go, is this something I really want to step into? And yeah. it turned out I did. And I love it. Yeah, and that's... I just get really, really excited when I talk to young people because they are way more self-aware than I was at that age. They have passion, they have drive, they have determination and that self-awareness where they are going to do incredible things. And they're coming up in this age where nobody really knows what's going on. We're all kind of figuring it out together. So they're at a little bit of a disadvantage and also kind of an advantage because it's it's their native landscape. It's what they're really... Um, powerful in 
and with some additional guidance that maybe is not coming from their parents who they can't really hear at age 16, 17, 18, 19, then we can work together to, to really help them go beyond where they think they're capable of going. That is fantastic. You know, it's, um, it's funny that you say there, you know, like some of the things that you said, you know, help them to face their fears, find their path. Like, you know, that is, um, that is something that, that those are skill sets that really all of us need to have. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> because I'm um, not limited even, to even teenagers. <laughs> I'm just thinking like, you know, even when you are, when you have a designated path, like, you know, cause you said that, you know, you were in college, you're exploring that there were many things that you liked. There wasn't any one thing, you know, but then you have other people who go to college with a purpose. Like they go there, mm -hmm. you know, they already know they want to be an engineer. They know they want to be yep. whatever X, Y, or Z. Um, but even within that, even within a designated path, they don't always recognize that there are ways to explore even within that to really right. know There's so what, many your, options. what your area is. Right. Yeah. And so I've it's talked really, to it's, it's neat how yeah. yours kind of just kind of came to you because people are like, oh, you should, what about this? You know, like you should be doing right. So, right. Yeah, I had to ask myself, it. what do I really want? And, and realize that it wasn't that my life wasn't a result of things happening to me, but of the choices that I made. And that was sort of the big turning point for me where it's like, well, if I don't like how my life is going, I can choose different choices and my mm -hmm. life will look different. And also I can be grateful for the path that led me where I've ended up because it, I wouldn't have had it necessarily any other way. Although there were definitely times where I was jealous of those people that knew they want to go into engineering or law or mm -hmm. pre-med, or they wanted to teach, or they wanted to go into business. I never thought I would go into business for myself. Once I did, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to make a really bad employee if I go back <laughs> That's <laughs> to working happens. for somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once you've worked for yourself, you're like, mm. yeah, yes. it's, it's kind of nice. <laughs> I think it's so, it, it's still such a thing where people value and almost put the people on a pedestal that choose the one thing and stick in their lane for their whole careers. Mm -hmm. You know, we taught, we look at people like Taylor Swift, who's been writing music since she was a child and has had so much success because she did not give up and she stuck with it. And, and that's, that's definitely admirable, but most of us are not like that. We have to try on a few things before we hit that, that thing that will bring us that passion, that spark, that success, that drive, that motivation. And, and that even if, even if we find it at one phase, phase in our life, whether we're 18 or 22 or 30 or 40 or 50 or more, like it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be that thing that sticks on us forever either. And that's okay. But that's so celebrated that I think it can be really scary if you're the kind of person like me who was kind of all over the place and just had a lot of different passions and that it can seem like that's a bad thing and that there's something wrong with you if you can't narrow it down. Yeah, it's, 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 that is a, that is true. Like there is definitely a, a focus on the, you know, those that have the path kind of laid out and are taking, you know, going step one, step two, step three, all the way down. Um, but I think part of that though, like 
you have the people who kind of like Taylor, who they just have it in their heart to do that thing, Mm -hmm. like from the very beginning. But then you have the people who get on the path because they think that that is going to be the thing that's going to secure their family's future. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then, and then, and then you have another set set of people who just did not get the exposure to Mm -hmm. the thing that they become passionate about until whenever, you know, when they're in Mm -hmm. college or or grad school or whatever. And so, you know, the way that we get to our destination is just, you know, so varied and, Mm -hmm. and it, it is kind of messed up that, that the those that hone early or have a, a a plan for honing um do get celebrated that's kind of but i think the reason why that is is because there's room to celebrate all of it to, right but i think society just wants like cogs to put in the wheel i, I don't know a better way of <laughs> placing it but like it depends know, on like who you talk to of, i'm not gonna get this easier right <laughs> they, they feel i think they yeah. kind of feel like it's it's just easier that way oh, yeah. right like the, the comfort zone is a real thing. The comfort zone right. is, is definitely a real thing. When you talk about fearless freedom, it takes oh, yeah. discomfort to step into fearlessness and to free yourself. You have to get uncomfortable. Sometimes you have to break yourself down or get broken down or face things that you never thought you would want to look at. And then looking back, you become very grateful for those experiences that that wrecked you. So I think there's, like I said, there's work, there's room to celebrate the ones who find their lane and stick with it for 30, 40, 50 years. I think uh, Madonna has been in the music business for like 40 years and she's done it all. Yes. And, you know, and changed her style up yeah. over time yeah. and is still doing it. So like there, that is admirable that you know, people can find that and stay with it for the duration, because for a lot of us, it it does, it takes some, some trial and error and some, some seasons of high focus and drive and years of passion and pursuit. And then suddenly the same thing doesn't do it anymore. And we shift and that's, there's beauty in that too, because the experiences we get in one field can really inform and, and, and cause this richness in other areas that we may choose to pursue as well. So I really believe that everybody has that creativity and that opportunity to step into what they're great at, even when that changes over time or if it doesn't make sense or all go together, it goes together because it's part of who you are. And that's why it goes together. And there's a reason. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Hey, it's Dr. G. And I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank you for listening to this episode. I'm so honored to have you here with me. Did you know that I can help you to get your own podcast started? With my podcasting launch course for professionals, I walk you through everything you need to know about starting a podcast. I'm with you every step of the way from sign up to launching your show with five episodes ready to go. There's a done for you version that's also available. If you would just rather just do recordings and leave the behind the scenes work up to us, then that one is definitely for you. 
But either way, we've got your back here at Fearless Freedom with Dr. G. Oh, if you already have a show and you need production services, we have monthly plans available for you. So check out the links in the episode show notes for more information. Let's get back to the show. Um, we are some of our experiences and, 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 and you never, I, um, I always say that, you know, the tests that we get in life, they're, they're what we need in order to be able to help somebody at some point later. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you mentioned something that I thought was quite fascinating and I was hoping you'd talk a little bit more about it, but like you had a handwrite, handwritten letter service. I mean, I just think about that in this day and age because as being something quite unique and I don't know what the um what the or who the uh the the base was the customer base was if it was like older people or or yeah. if it was younger people because I remember it was really interesting because it was, it was a company there? Was it older no they were young and I felt like they're too cool for me because I went in and I'm you know 30 some years old and like there's it's a group of 20 somethings who did this startup and what it was was is this company that provided handwritten letters as part of a sales process so they integrated this technology with salesforce or other crms oh i see where the sales team who were too busy to sit down and write 100 handwritten letters to their you know prospects right could send handwritten letters that looked like it was from them but it. it was somebody okay. that was outsourced. It was me sitting at a desk and writing these cards, but it was all online um, and done. This was eight or nine years ago or so. This is around the time my youngest son was born. So, okay. Um, okay. So yeah, I, I was just, I worked for them. I was an employee of that company. And they, that they is since, very different from since, what I thought it was. Yeah. They since switched. Okay. After a while, they shifted to more like sending swag, you know, books or things like that, mugs with cards and things like that. And then eventually uh, the founders or the company dissolved they moved on. So I'm not sure what they're doing now. Oh, I see. Okay. Because in my mind, you know, as I hear handwritten letters, I'm thinking, you know, correspondences between people that mm-hmm. know each other or trying to mm-hmm. get to know each other, but doing it the old fashioned way, you know, like, cause I, I know when I was in junior high school, you know, we had pen pals and we would mm-hmm. literally like write a letter to your yep. pen pal in Finland or France or wherever. And then wow, you'd wait for the letter to come back <laughs> and these are the things, right? And so this is what mm-hmm. I thought, that's what it was. Because right. I mean, no, it was... age, right now it's instantaneous responses yes. to, to, to correspondence, um, but that's a little bit different. Little I still use so. handwritten letters. I write cards to my clients. I write cards to leads. I write cards to people that have had me as a guest to different events and things like that. So I, I do occasionally still send and mail handwritten letters when I, when I think of it, when I think of the people, because it is kind of novel in this day and age to receive yes a handwritten card saying, Hey, I was thinking about you and I hope that you're doing all right. And it's just a, you think about it, the time it takes somebody to sit down, write a letter, even if it's two or three sentences long, even if it's just a postcard, put a stamp on it, 
send it in the mailbox. You know, there's, there's effort there. And that shows that, that we care enough about that connection to go a little bit over and above. So I do think things like that are valid. And especially this day and age too, like everything old is new again. And we're so used to that instantaneous that like when we, when we get that pattern interrupt of like, oh, I got a handwritten card in the mail. <laughs> it is, it kind of pulls you out of that day to day with your blinders on and scrolling endlessly and instant likes and hearts and, and reminds us of why we're really here is to make meaningful and purposeful connections with each other. Cause we're not here to do it alone. And that's, that's why I am so passionate about work, the work that I do, because I do get to help people see things they might not otherwise have seen in their lives or in their own experiences or about themselves if they wouldn't have had the courage to reach out and ask a question or have a conversation with me. Absolutely. It's really Absolutely. cool. No, that is, that is pretty awesome. That is awesome. Wow. And then, um, you know, so now you, so you, now you're, now you've got, I mean, so you were doing this coaching, you weren't really sure about the, you know, the niche that you're going to ultimately have, mm-hmm. you want to help pretty much everybody. And then it has come down to now you're doing young adults, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Adrian Jeff, adults. like sort of 16, 17 to junior, senior of high school and then post high school and sometimes into early twenties. Okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. A demographic. Um, so now how, um, so then how did you, like, how did you then, what was the next steps? Like your people were saying, Hey, you should talk to my teenager and then you start doing it. But like, how did you parlay from that to now the, to being the adult coach? Like how did, how did that all happen? Like, how did you get that set up? It, it's an evolution. I think it kind of goes back on to trying on those all all those different things. So I had to try on different ways of marketing myself and try on different ways of showing up online, showing up in person, networking with people, uh, building relationships, following up. And I am so much a people person. And I really... I hired my own coaches and I surrounded myself with people who saw things in me that I couldn't see, who could see the passion that I had to help other people. And especially as I stepped more into connecting with the younger people, they could see that this was something that was, that was going to connect because my energy and my heart were, were showing and shining in a way that I couldn't always see. Cause there were definitely, I mean, there's just, there's still days where I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> um, because it's it, it it can be tough to to be your own business because like I I'm so I, I so believe that we are meant to be connected and have relationship and have people surrounding us and belonging as as part of our experience that when I feel like I'm all alone in my business, it is so hard. So I have intentionally surrounded myself with groups and people who I can reach out to when I'm having those moments where it doesn't seem to be working or I don't seem to be connecting with the people that I, that need me. And so they, 
encourage me and lift me up and point me in a new direction and and keep me going. So I've I've spoken to to groups at schools, um, yeah. in in other organizations. I've gotten connected to some some fantastic organizations that work with young people, teachers, educators, counselors, all all sorts of people. And I, I'm really stepping into doing more of that speaking in front of groups and working with groups of young people, as well as the people who support young people, parents, educators, coaches, counselors, whoever um, those 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 people are who have that heart to work with teenagers on purpose. I know a lot of grownups are a little a little skittish around the teenagers because the teenagers put up a good good show of of being very off putting sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they can be definitely. No doubt about that. <laughs> um, so oh my gosh. yeah, yes, no, that's great. And then, so if yeah. somebody is 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 looking to work with you, how would they get in contact with you? I have a website that is my name, sarahdeacon.com, S-A-R-A, no H on my name, S-A-R-A-D-E-A-C-O-N.com. And on my website, there's all sorts of fun stuff about me, some videos, some links on my socials. I'm at Sarah Deacon Coach um, all over the internet. And it's it's great to get on my list and just kind of feel feel out my my energy, how I communicate, what I've got going on. You can follow me if you're ready to have a conversation. Like I said, I love people and I love just talking. You can schedule a free adult successfully strategy session with me through my website. Okay. And would you say that most of the coaching is done? uh, Like you mentioned before, you said that, you know, during the pandemic, you were coaching from home. Mm-hmm. Um, are you still doing the majority of your, your, your service from home? Like I mean, yes. on the virtual. Yeah, I have, I have contacts and clients all over. I am based in Wisconsin. So okay. if you're local to the Milwaukee area, you can find me in person, but if you're not, that's okay. Cause we can still, we can still hang out, which is great. One of the, one of the benefits of the pandemic is that a lot of us are more comfortable using the technology to that's connect over the internet. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, that, that, that's, that's definitely true. Okay. All right. Awesome. You know, this has been fantastic. And then, um, so we're at that point in the show where we do the tradition, which is fill in the blanks. Mm-hmm. Are you ready, Sarah? I think so. Okay. Let's all find right, cool. out. <laughs> cool. All right. The first one is if I am fearless, I will. If I am fearless, I will have no limits. How's that? That's great. (laughs) All right. The next one is, to me, fearless freedom means. To me, fearless freedom means that when fear comes up, I'm grateful for it. And I can choose my path through it, which frees me from being bound by fear and stopping me from doing what my heart, my nature, my spirit is really calling me toward. Nice, 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 nice. And then last but not least, my battle cry is. My battle cry is adulting is fun. I'm all about having fun. So I use that hashtag adulting is fun 
because I believe fun comes from that growth that happens when we face our fear and become fearless. So I, I loved the opportunity to to connect with you on this show in this way. So thank you. Yes, no, it was great chatting with you. Thank you for sharing with the Fearless Freedom Tribe. We loved it. And um, we look forward to seeing many great things happening with you and your coaching business. And hopefully lots and lots of teenagers will figure out their path <laughs> as a consequence. <laughs> that's that's the goal is to, to have a, a generation come up and know that they've got this and they can, they can take charge and they can own their future like a boss. Nice. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right.